0: Today is July 28th, 2020, and ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode eight of the Mashing Joys podcast. Thank you so much for being with us once again. I am your host, Cody Myers, aka Mediocre Panda, and sitting across from me as always is my cousin, my co-host, and my co-conspirator for world domination, Mr. Jason Kaysen. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Sports are uh, kind of back, so case in Point's going to be back up and running, which I'm super excited about. Um, but other than that, just got back from a pretty cool weekend getaway, spent some time with the kids. Now I'm, uh, I'm home alone while the wife takes care of the kids, and it's time to play some video
0: games. Hell yeah. Well, um, watch out for any wet bandits. Home alone joke. Ayo. Um. yeah man hockey's back tomorrow or today technically the 28th it's back ah,
1: saturday's so. first set of games for the pittsburgh penguins
0: yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah we'll talk more hockey in a bit but um things are uh things are doing pretty good um any any new games you've been playing recently or just same old same old actually i'm glad that you asked
1: I did the ultimate gaming haul. I got oh. 10 games for 60 bucks Ooh. during the PlayStation Sony summer sale, which is amazing. Um, I was able to get some duds and some great ones that I haven't touched yet because I'm nervous to touch them. Uh, but uh, I got uh, horizon zero dawn. So I can start is that game Do that. Um, I got the Jedi Academy, which I played a little bit, not enough to give like a full-on um review. Not the greatest. I'm I'm okay that I only spent like eight bucks. Uh, but the one that's actually really fun is the one that I've been playing with my son Zayden. Um Cars 3 Drive to whatever it's called. It's actually kind of fun. Like you it, there's only two game modes. It's your racing. And then there's, like, the Demolition Derby, like, in Cars 3. And you can unlock, like, all the characters. So you can literally race with, like, Mac. Just be this big-ass semi-truck, which is kind of cool. Um,
0: That's badass.
1: So Zay and I played it for probably a good two hours. Um, I don't remember who I played. He made me play as uh, Guido, the little tiny yeah uh, forklift the dude. Little,
0: yeah, the and tire dude.
1: Yeah. yeah, And then uh, he wanted to be mater. So we literally just did like a bunch of races, but it's cool. Like you can jump your car, you can drift your car and it's a kid's game. So the controls are really easy. So like circle is drift and it like just auto drifts. So all you have to do is like steer it while it's drifting. Um, mm-hmm. And then X is jump. So like if something falls, and, like you'll be driving and like the maps are interactive. So like logs will fall off of a truck and you have to like jump the logs. Um, kind of cool. Really fun. Um, I had to change Zayden's controls because his hands are still pretty small, so he can't use the trigger to go. Um, and the game is not as in-depth, so you can't like go to the settings and change the controls. So I had to actually go into the accessibility settings on my PlayStation and change X to R2, vice versa, so he could just hit X to go. Um, nice. And he never jumped, so he just kept hitting the logs, which was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that game was was actually kind of cool. I'm really excited to dive into horizon zero dawn but i'm nervous because i still have uh, god of war on my console that i have yet to touch and i kind of feel dirty jumping into horizon zero dawn when i haven't even touched god of war i should probably jump into that one first but uh it's there just in case and i feel like it's going to come down to hey the second one's coming out for the new console a week from now and i'm gonna be like ah shit i gotta go play it so i can actually be up to speed for the second one Mm mm-hmm i'm kind of stoked those are there's a bunch of other like little games that i got for zay and um i almost did it i almost got the predator game because i'm i just like i want to play it it's like one of those games that's like just like tapping me every time i see it like hey come try our game it's actually secretly good come on come on do it 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 and then I'm like, ah, I told myself I'm not going to spend more than like 18 bucks and you're still $30. Nope. Can't do it. Hopefully it'll go on sale a little bit later. My hope and my praise that they bring back their like Halloween specials where they have like all like the horror games on sale. Yeah. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Predator is part of that. Cause that will be my next big haul. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Oh yeah.
0: I, uh, Funny enough, I also bought some things during the PlayStation summer sale. Uh, I bought one game that I already owned, but this one was like the complete edition and it had all the DLC and shit. So I rebought Alien Isolation for like 10 bucks and it came with all the DLC, which all the DLC, there's like crew member specific ones where you basically play through like the fucking. You play through Alien. So normally, like, the main game is just, like, a standalone kind of deal, kind of sequel mm-hmm. But But um, I got that because that game's super fun, and I plan on playing that on stream eventually. Nice. Um, I also just last night or the night before, it was last night, I started playing the uh, one of the PlayStation free games of the month for this month, which is Rise of the Tomb Raider,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is uh, really fun. Uh, is it yeah it's really good it's very like they did a really good job with the with the reboot of tomb raider this one just kind of expands upon it Some more. the story's pretty good gameplay mechanics are all very fluid um super fun to play also um i did buy a game you may have heard of it uh horizon zero dawn <laughs> um and i did start playing that and fuck it's good (laughs) it's so good a little challenging like there are definitely some parts where i'll be like going through the fucking world and there'll be these big ass machines and then i'm like oh not really ready to fight them right now like let's just kind of fuck off in a different direction
1: what uh what game would you relate it to like what like play style story style like what what kind of games is it like
0: a really good question cuz like
1: obviously like visuals and like what you're doing in the game is its own cuz like you're you're fighting these like creatures and these machines that are based off of creatures and um obviously the world itself is amazing and and the visual um won multiple awards so obviously that part's good but like the play style like is the is the interactive map like a um far cry or is it like a um shit i don't know what's another game that has like a large interactive map um i don't know is it like far cryer is it like a, a different game where it's like more like expanded to where like you're doing your own stuff rather than there's like set missions like how like what's the game style like
0: so as you kind of go through the main quest you'll come across just like random ass people who will just be screaming at you like hey fucking help i'll be like hey what's going on guys and you pick up all your side quests through people which you can easily get completely just involved in the side quests uh usually get pretty good rewards out of it um it's kind of like this is probably a really shitty comparison but it really works in my head far cry primal meets spider-man okay so, like, you've got your your upgrade system, all your skill points and stuff, which I'm kind of building, like, a stealth build right now because I don't want to fucking deal with people head on. Um, and it's pretty easy to sneak around and fuck with people and regain stealth and all that. Um, there's some pretty cool... I haven't unlocked very many of the weapons. I haven't been visiting any, like, the merchants or anything. So I just have, like, the first three things you start with, which is, like, a regular bow, uh, fire arrows for your bow, and, like, a shock tripwire thing. Oh, okay. And then, like, your standard staff melee weapon. So I haven't gotten too far into, like, trying out the different weapons or anything like that. Um, And I'm not very far in the actual story itself i just finished um this big revenge quest that's going on um but so far the uh the story is really good and the way they portray a lot of the characters it really helps you sympathize and connect with the main character um like there are times where like people will say something to me and i'm like i just want you to fucking die (laughs) like right now you're a piece of shit and like you actually you actually care. So it's it's a really well written, uh really fluid uh gameplay and as as we all know by now, fucking gorgeous to look at. Right. So um I'm excited to dig deeper. I'm taking a little bit of a break right now just to run through Rise of the Tomb Raider so I can get off my hard drive and play something else like a fall guys when that comes out next month hell yeah that's gonna be so sick um but yeah that's kind of what i'm playing alongside our normal call of duty rocket league which i'm about ready to fucking uninstall (laughs) um you know just us catching dubs doing our fucking call of duty or rocket league is what you're gonna uninstall uh rocket league okay (laughs) okay yeah yeah Yeah, you know I'm really bad at that fucking game. Anyone who tuned into the stream the other night knows I'm so bad at that game. I get so good
1: on stream, and then we hit like a losing streak, and then we were able to end it. And then fuck, man, yesterday was brutal. Yesterday was so brutal.
0: Yeah, dude. How many wins did we get yesterday? One. Uh, I think it was the last game.
1: I think we had no. I think we had two because we had the we had the like two in a row, and then we won one. And then we kept playing, yeah, yeah, too. because remember we we didn't level all the way down, and then we lost like five more. And then I was like, we got to fuck. I can't go down to gold one. Like this shit's got to be taken care of. And then we lost, didn't division down, but then we won. And it was like,
0: yeah. See, it's so funny because when we did our, um, when we were playing on stream, I was at gold one division three. And you were at Gold 2, Division 3. Mm-hmm. And as of last night when we finished, I think I'm at Silver 3, Division 2. Yep. I'm a- like, I dropped the One whole thing. fucking rank, and I'm not thrilled about it. But I try to go into every day we play that game with, like, a fucking complete reset. Like, hey, yesterday didn't fucking happen. Let's <laughs> get in there and play the game. You know, kind of like an actual athlete, except I'm fat
1: you know like a liar
0: so, yeah <laughs> and then uh and then we get shit on and people start talking shit and then i get mad and then i'm like i'm just gonna blow these motherfuckers up people <laughs> blowing me up at the end of the game for no goddamn reason
1: or you play the team that has one guy that just drives around blowing you up and the yeah. other guy's like actually good but yeah you can't beat them 2v1 because you're constantly getting blown up
0: yep or when you get uh seven shots on goal and They'd save six of them. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. But enough of stupid. us venting about that fucking garbage. Um, we want to touch on one thing real fast before we get into our main segment that we're super excited for. Um, and that is there has been a leak. Yes, another one. Another one. Another one. Called DJ Khaled. There's another one. Um, there is a leak that came out. Um I believe Charlie and tell on Twitter broke this one. It was um, another call of duty leak. You know how they have their like partnerships with like Doritos and Mountain Dew and stuff like that, where you can get like the codes for double XP. Well, uh, apparently an image has come out from a Doritos bag saying for like double XP for the next COD game, which on the bag specifically says, call of duty black ops cold war so it is all but confirmed that that is the game we are getting which hey people have kind of known for like months now we've kind of just been assuming it's just been waiting for uh a straight up announcement but um that's the closest thing we have right now and according to the leak It was also said that we might be getting um, a release date in October, which uh, as we know, it is now the end of July, which means they have two months, which, uh, hey, guys, fucking announce the game. Show us something, please. Yeah. Didn't we – I know we went
1: through this before, but the previous Call of Duty games – don't they normally, is it October or November? I always get confused. It's
0: both kind of. Um, Treyarch, tip, Treyarch, Treyarch typically sticks with October. Gotcha. Okay. And that's what we had talked about uh, last okay. time we talked about this. Yep. Which is, this is only like the third or fourth time we've talked about the new Call of Duty.
1: Yeah. But. The cool thing is, I know I was reading something that uh, um, the, per- like the original person that leaked the name Cold War was the same person that leaked stadium being opened up and the train running. So mm-hmm. everyone's like, Hey, if this is, you know, legit, if this game really is going to be called cold, cold war, then the dude source that he's been getting this information is obviously legit. So maybe season five, we will get train operating system and stadium opening up, which would lead back to um, the nitro thing that I posted on our page about yep. the guns that are coming, the map that's coming. Terminal would be amazing. Um, so hopefully it all kind of clashes together and then it's real. Um, but I'm, I'm cool with like, I'll be totally honest. And I know we talked about this before. I would be 100% okay with if they waited till the new console to drop a game and it was just black ops remastered. Like I would be okay with that, but to do cold war, just like you're doing modern warfare right now. And you did modern warfare 2 um, campaign with it. Like I'm okay with you doing that and then also dropping like a remastered black ops like i'm okay with that as well um especially if you release the game and then when the new console came out you did you get this game for free but if you pay like 19 bucks not only do you get this game for free but you get black ops remastered on the new console that would be cool too um but yeah not surprising that it's cold war um but you know it i don't i don't mind it i think it's You know, fine. I I feel like, you know, that's what Black Ops was kind of pinching at when Black Ops was released was like, hey, you know, this is the quote unquote imaginary war. So we're going to do imaginary things like Nuketown and and guns that could possibly have been around, but we don't know, like things like that. Like, Mm -hmm. cool. And now you're actually full force going Cold War. Like, I'm okay with that. And yeah. it gives them so many story opportunities because you can go so many directions with it.
0: Yeah. That is, there were a lot of non-conflicts in that war that if they, you know, obviously took some liberties, which call of duty is known for doing. Um, they could make some really solid set pieces and really solid story out of that. And um, you know, with, as we discussed before, sledgehammer kind of taking the the lead on that front. Um, it's really exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty happy to hear about it. Um, and in the terms of modern warfare, as we kind of touched on, we do get the new season in a week. Yep, I think it was so, eight days yesterday or something. Yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, either Tuesday or Wednesday, I think is when we get it but um that's exciting hopefully they'll uh drop the roadmap a couple days before like they have been showing off like the new guns new modes new maps yep. any updates maybe they'll do a Fortnite in-game event for like changing the map if they do do a map change mm-hmm. like i know one of our popular theories was the soviet sub breaking dam yep Um, if they did that, which with the idea of them adding the train seems a bit more unrealistic because I don't think they would change that much of the map if they're going to add like a whole new mobility system, but we shall see. We'll talk more about Call of Duty here in a bit. Um, what do you say we get into it, sir? Yeah, let's do it. Um, You know, we
1: talked, um, we've been talking about doing a streamer series and we've been kind of promoting it um, and it's here. This uh, episode eight will be our very first episode where we will focus on the streamer portion. Um, So we haven't decided the exact schedule, but I can tell you either the next four episodes, five episodes or every other episode um, for the next five weeks will be including a streamer episode where we talk to um, a streamer. So um, this week, this episode we have on wink. he's been gracious enough to join us um, and he is going to talk to us about his profession. We're gonna kind of talk to him about you know what it takes to be a streamer, what he enjoys, what he doesn't like, some of his opinions. Um, and you know, we're just going to give him this platform cause that's what we talked about is, is making this platform, not just for us, but for, um, anyone that has a voice and we're really excited to get all the different personalities on here. Um, wink being one of the more, um, distinguished personalities, I would say, um, obviously being from another country and playing so many different things that you never get the same reaction from the guy. So, you know, he's very opinionated, um, but he's also, um, you know, he's super concentrated on like himself. He wants his image to be his image um, and he doesn't hold back. And, you know, we'll talk to a couple streamers that are like that, but most of those streamers that we talk to are very one track minded, whereas wink is kind of everywhere. So um, we're really excited to bring him on. We're super happy that he gets to be the first episode of the streamer series um so without further ado mr wink 709 all right wink how we doing today man i'm good brother i'm good long days long days i'm sure i'm sure um for those of you who don't know who we're talking to this is wink 709 he is a facebook gaming streamer uh he kind of does a little bit of everything which is why we were super super excited to kind of get him (laughs) on because we really it's not that we don't want to talk to streamers that really stream one thing, but we want to get people's perspective of the pr- profession when they stream multiple things on yeah, multiple on. platforms. So um, having Wink on here was a huge get for us, even though he might not think that it is because um, he's probably <laughs> humble. But uh, um, just before we even get started, what what got you into streaming? What What made you find the profession and fall in love with it?
2: The, the million-dollar question that everybody asks me—that most people think is difficult to answer—and it's super easy, super fast, and super straightforward. GGB. For those that don't know who that is, um, it's 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 a guy. His name is Good Game Bro. GGB on Facebook Gaming. Um, before I knew like streaming was a thing, like I mean, like you heard of like ninjas and all that stuff, but I mean, before you really knew it was like a thing that like you could sit down and do yourself. Um, I found myself at night. Uh, lying down in bed and he'd be up and he was playing Fortnite at the time. And I was watching him and listening to him. And I found myself doing it, not necessarily for hours, but for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, an hour at a time, maybe listening to him. And geez, I must've watched him for four or five months until all of a sudden I kind of just went, wait, I wonder if I could get this to go. (laughs) And I just, like I always played games for a very long time and always have. And and I kind of just stuck with that and was kind of just like, you know what i'm i'm giving it a shot i like my logic at the time was if i make enough money to buy myself the next call of duty like i mean i'm i'm up right <laughs> I, I'm, I'm buying
1: awesome. it either way so awesome. <laughs> hey you're doing a great job that's awesome and actually what's funny is one of the streamers that we're also going to have on this series um is gg fire um and the reason i found out about gg fire was because of ggb
0: Nice. Um,
1: (laughs) Fire was actually uh, doing a charity stream for Rocket League. He was bringing in kids with um, some form of cancer, and he was playing duos with them basically on Rocket League. And Good Game Bro basically – uh put out a uh, he shared it and yeah, and yeah put out a comment so i was like oh i'm gonna check this guy out and that's kind of how that whole thing started so it's nice. funny that ggb kind of got you
2: yeah yeah well, yeah i yeah. i, I must have watched him for four or five months man before i even realized what i was watching i kind of just scrolling through facebook you know the old cliche but anyway mm.
1: yeah i actually uh i remember when uh, he played james harden one-on-one that's how actually i found out about him because i'm a big <laughs> sports guy so um you know i have myself sports- as well i have my own sports podcast and that's another reason why i brought you on so i wrote the hockey jersey i like it i like it nhl streams mm-hmm. um so i actually found ggb from uh, uh when he played james harden one-on-one and then i was like wait this is a video game streamer he actually <laughs> did pretty well against him and then i started watching the stream so that's that's funny the connection there Fair enough um what uh, so as far as you know the streaming part of it how difficult was it getting into the profession was it something that you kind of just picked up and ran with it or is it kind of tough at the beginning
0: Uh,
2: i think it depends on what way you look at it um like i mean getting into it i mean technically is quite easy as long as you have the financial ability to pick up the things you need you kind of just buy it and start like there's not like uh trying to get into the nhl or or anything like that where it's like you've got to be found and drafted or blah, blah 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 like you you kind of have the ability and the option to just kind of pay for it and start um so like that portion of it i mean i guess is not very difficult in any way um assuming like i said financially you can do it um now once you get started um it gets a little bit more difficult and the longer and longer you go i actually tend to notice it gets even harder and harder and harder <laughs> sure. uh the old cliche like you start you got nobody watching you you're happy to have one Um, then you get one, you work your way up to 10. Now you're disappointed to have one. Then you get 10 and you're happy with 10, but then you start to get a hundred then you're disappointed with 10. Uh, it's the old cliche. It's the way everybody is. Um, I don't think many people, um, sadly enough, think about it that way. I think they just kind of go, Oh, like I dropped and I'm like, yeah, but like, think about it. Like at one point you were happy to have had 10. I'm not saying you should be, if you're used to having a hundred, however, like don't get down, like you've been there, you've gotten out of it, that kind of thing. Um, so like overall, I think it's, I think it's tough. Um, but I think it's one of those things where, uh, you need to approach it in a realistic way. If if you're doing it for a part-time and a bit of side cash and a bit of fun and whatever, then, then remember that and do that. If you're doing it as full-time job and you want to try and make a career out of it and and so on and so forth, then you got to remember that because the amount of work is obviously much different for both. Um, so I mean, How difficult is it? I think it depends on what way you look at it, truthfully.
1: Sure. That's a good answer. Um, So before streaming even became a thing, like how how did video games come into your life? Like was it something that you've played like your entire life or did you kind of pick it up? Yeah, I don't
2: even know. Like to be honest with you, like I've just kind of played them for that long. And like I remember like N64 Super Smash. Like I remember Duck Hunt. I don't know how many of you are as old as I am, but like (laughs) Duck Hunt was fun as shit um super mario like mario 64 um like i just remember playing all those games and then like as i got older i kind of never really got out of them like to be honest with you um i moved away uh to do university a few years ago and a buddy of mine introduced me to the brand new world of n64 and the reason i say that ironically enough because people are like brand new world of n64 um, you can make a drinking game out of Mario Kart. And um that shit's funny as hell because basically you start a race and you have to finish a full beer before the race is over, but you're not allowed to drink and drive. And if you get caught drinking and driving, you get penalized and so on and so forth. Um, so like I don't know. I just kind of they implement into my life in all sorts of ways. And then I've played hockey um home, away from home at professional levels, at, at university levels, uh junior levels, and so on and so forth. And and most of the time, it's me living away, living in a billet, living at a um, uh, somebody else's home or, or housing or so on and so forth. So, I mean, most of the time, it's get up, go to practice, come home, play some video games with your roommates, go and grab supper, go back to practice or gym or whatever, come home, play it again for a little bit, go on to bed out of it, get up. And then on a game day, you're probably going to get up, eat breakfast, play for a little bit then head to the rank and get ready and get ready for your game and come home and so on and so forth so i mean like they've kind of just always been a part of my life i don't really know how i got started into it or like i don't like i I didn't have that amazing story where my father handed me my first (laughs) n64 and it was gold from there i just kind of as far back as i can remember i kind of just did it i kind of just played them to be honest
1: Nice. Well, uh, I'm sure that you're not familiar with how this show works, but uh, generally a question comes up about either a game that's out or, or something. And I yeah. always usually go back to me to my little bookcase here where I have something to show to represent. Um, I also actually have N64 games nice. sitting here. Um, I, I too uh, am well aware of what college can do to you when they come and make up video game uh, games, drinking games. <laughs> we actually had, I went to the university of Oregon, and we had uh, super smash drinking games. Nice. Uh, that was awful. Um, every time <laughs> you actually got knocked off the, the map, you had to take a shot. Um, so realistically you had to be really good or you were drunk really fast.
0: Yeah.
2: That, and, or you had to get a nice drinking tolerance. One or the other. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm
1: very lucky that Samus was my go-to character because I would just sit in the corner and just power up my shot. Power
2: up, baby. and Let her go. I was Samus and Samus only. (laughs) Everyone talked about how freaking Fox was this. and Nah, man. Not interested. I want Samus and Samus Samus only. You take Samus on me, I'll sit out this round. I'll play the next one. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) Samus is
1: the shit for sure. Um, That's cool. And actually, you know, I I knew that uh, I actually have a a note here that you uh, play hockey. I've kind of followed your... Your channel here a little bit and, and see that you're uh, you're playing i didn't know that you actually have been playing for a long time and it's not just kind of like a hobby for you um so that's yeah uh,
2: hockey man hockey was kind of like i'm gonna do this as a career for the longest time until that ended and then kind of switched to i'm gonna stream and then hey. somehow implement hockey back into that. So, I mean, I can't really get away from it to be honest with you.
1: Hey, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to stick around. Is that, uh, is that why the hand's broken? Is is hockey the reason? Yeah. Uh, gotta love it. Gotta love yeah,
2: it. Yeah. It, uh, I don't know, man. It gives, it keeps it interesting. Like you said, I was, I was laughing. You said about playing different games and stuff. It, uh, it adds a, a different element, that's for sure. So, I, I broke it a, a, approximately a week ago, and basically, I had a panic attack. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Most people, obviously, would just kind of be like, well, I can't stream for a while and pack it in, and I just kind of wasn't willing to do that. Um, so, I was like, okay, what are one-handed games I can do? Um, and I started doing, like, Candy Crush and, Slithero and what's and on, and I was like, oh, my God, I got an idea. I'm going to go buy – I don't even think you can get – oh, uh, you can I'm going to go out and buy uh, – a Logitech steering wheel and gas pedal and I'll do truck driver shit, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's finally at the point now, like a week in where it's like I have finger movement, I can kind of turn, like there's no major pain. I was like, I wonder how hard COD would be on mouse and keyboard. <laughs> so that's now a new adventure because I was a controller player my whole life for uh those out there that didn't know. So yeah, I was controller, born and bred, man. Like I didn't even know like WSA and T was like up, down, left, right, like kind of thing, right? For the longest time. So yeah that's the new adventure on the stream kind of started today but i mean we'll figure it out
1: yeah it's actually funny you say that because like me too like i was always a controller guy and actually my cousin here uh his dad used to do a bunch of computer stuff and i remember going over to his house and we were playing i don't remember what we were playing and he's in the he's in like the like the little desk area playing on his computer and he's like going crazy i was like what is he doing i walk over there and he's playing doom on his computer and i was like you can play games on your computer? Like, I didn't know that. And he's like, yeah, and he's like Like, typing on the keyboard. Yeah, I was freaking out. I was like, what is this? And, like, the graphics were way better than the console. So I was just like, why am I not playing on a computer? Yeah. And then I tried, and I was like, yep, nope, going back to controller.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I tried for the longest time, but, um, I mean, I don't know. To be honest with you, I tried it a little bit yesterday off stream, and then I did it today on stream, um, and – I've got a nine, a seven, an eight a nine seven, and eight I think are the three highest kill games I've had sadly on mouse and keyboard, but I picked up two or three dubs in the two or three days on it, so I mean it's not great, but we're 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 picking away we're only day one on mouse and keyboard, let alone on day one on mouse and keyboard with a broken hand so yeah. I mean hopefully <laughs> it'll
1: come <laughs> that's dedication right there for sure yeah for sure um so Aside from streaming, off of streaming, do you, play, do you play a lot of games off stream, or do you kind of keep it too on stream?
2: Yes and no. Um, I don't really play a lot of games. Um, like, I mean, for the most part, I try to do at least four, if not seven or eight hours of streaming um, in a day, at least Monday through Friday. Um, so I'm usually on for, like, four hours all seven days of the week, and then usually three or four days of the week I'm on for eight because I'll do two fours or two, a four and a three. Um so there's not usually a whole lot of time kicking around um to do it but every now and then I'll um I'll play like I don't know for example like a day like today uh, I'll I'll stream for four or five or six hours straight have a good day at it and then I'm like you know what I I don't want to get on again like I just did five or six hours straight so maybe I'll hop off and play multiplayer or try and get camouflages for guns or do a little bit of MHL inside or whatever um but usually that's with like IRL buddies Um, is usually the only ever time I play offline because most of the time my online uh, other streamers or community or so on or so forth.
1: Nice. So of we'll kind of – usually what we do is is we'll talk about what you do stream and then we'll kind of do like a a top three of what you do off stream. Um, But, you know, we can do kind of both. So of all the games that you usually stream, obviously COD being uh, probably the more dominant one and then you do your NHL streams. Of all games that you streamed or played off-stream, give us your top three. What are your three favorite games to Three play? favorite games to play in general, like yep, off-stream, on-stream.
2: Of yep. um, right now, I'd have to say COD is number one. Sure. Um, it's probably the only reason why it's my number one game. Um, I do okay in it, um, but I actually usually do better uh, statistically um, when I say that as in like overall views, reactions, uh, stars, et cetera, et cetera, when I actually play other games. Um, just because COD is so saturated and there is so many people doing it. However, the addiction I have to the game does make it one of my top games because, like, I want to be playing it. And like I said, I don't have that much time off stream to be doing it that if I don't stream it, then I won't really play it that much. Um, So that's definitely number one. Um, NHL is probably number two. Um, But NHL for me is, like, very, like, stintzy. Like, I'll sit down and play five hours a day every day for three months of franchise mode. And once I get far enough from franchise nut mode that you don't know who the people are anymore, or it's computer generated randoms, or whatever it may be, um, I usually will turn it off. And then I usually don't touch NHL for like a few months. And then I all of a sudden I'm like, oh, let's give a go again. And then I'll pick it up and go at it again. Um, so that's probably two but i mean like it is a give and take kind of game um man i don't know um i've got a little small addiction but it's like brand new to like the american truck driver and like snow runner and stuff like that because i have the wheel so like it makes it fun like legitimately driving it um man oh man that's tough um like, I, I, I don't like it anymore because of the way it is, but I was a massive Fortnite fan. I did that for a long time. If I was to do top three at this moment in time, I'd have to... I'm just going to throw everybody off, I think. I think I'm going to have to go COD, NHL, probably N- N64, Super Smash. To nice. be totally honest, it's hey, probably classic. like... If I think of games, people are like, game like that always is a game that comes into my head like it's like nhl where like i'll give in and hook up the old n64 and play it for a while and then not play it for a long time but they're probably the, my top three favorite games
1: nice yeah. hey that's a good three that's good <laughs> all three all three that we play as well yeah, fair um enough. we're kind of the same way with nhl the, my cousin and i will uh we'll do uh nhl threes and we'll play yeah. against kids until we want to snap our controllers um and then we'll <laughs> we'll go somewhere else and then we won't play nhl for a long time and then you know, one day when we're bored, we're like, you want to go back in the NHL and give it a shot? And
2: yeah, that's worst like the first decision we make. Yeah. I don't know. My argument is every time I give in and play, for some reason, I start yelling, why did you buy your team? How much money does your parents have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's usually my go-to because you start a game and some kid's got like Gretzky on his fourth line and you're yep. like, mm-hmm.
1: oh, like, yep. oh my God. Yep. That's how I am when I do ult- for like Madden, when I do ultimate team like second weekend i got like a 95 overall squad it's like are you even grinding or are you just <laughs> buying your squad
2: yeah you found a way to buy your team 100 yep,
1: percent. yep exactly exactly so going back to cod because obviously cod being your yep. number one this is kind of a segment that we like to really touch on with streamers because you guys play it more than we do yep. um you know we put in the hours we're not gonna lie it's a game that uh, uh we are not great at at all <laughs> no. i think we're like what 20 20 wins Together, I think that's uh, um, so not bad. I think not, so, yeah. We're not great. Uh, our go-to move is to go to uh, the little hotel building outside a stadium and just snipe until the ring's gone, and then we run and we die. It's Fair an out. endless cycle. Mm-hmm. Sit,
0: sit,
2: sit, sit there and get your couple kills and call it a day. Yep, one hundred percent. And actually, nah, you, we, uh,
1: we just got a we got a win last night doing uh, stimulus duos. Nice. All yeah. we did was camp uh, fire station at the uh, dam. so
2: what you're trying to tell me is you're the guy that i curse out and call out and make fun of 100 100%. percent
0: yeah 100
1: now however however we do we do add a little twist to it okay we don't just sit in corners and wait we will actually go grab most wanted's and let people come to us so you know where we're at we're not not we're not not trying to hide in a dark
2: behind the bus door sitting there with yeah okay that's not so so bad at least you're like Saying "come get me," it's just yeah, you're yeah. not moving off the building you're on. I got yeah, you. Plus, okay.
1: and and we're not the guy that makes you cuss because we wouldn't have killed you. Uh, <laughs> it would have been like yeah. we shot you, and you're like, "Oh shit!" There's a guy there. Boom! boom headshot, dead. <laughs> and then we're cussing you out because you just <laughs> snapshot our heads, and we're like, "How? Yeah, the fuck okay." You
2: <laughs> that? So I'm calling you out for being a camper. <laughs> you're calling me out for the old classic aimbot or hacking
1: or what? One hundred percent. Yep. I got yep you, see, I got this you. is okay. why this relationship's gonna work. No, but I since, since COD's your number one, what? So obviously when people watch cod streamers you're gonna hear the things you don't like and the things you do like about the game uh, the game itself just as a, a, a stigma to it that it's going to be addicting because of the style of gameplay and the realism to it
2: yeah but, the vrs are all pretty addicting for the most part anyway exactly. because even though they're the same game they're always different um, yep. which is obviously what people enjoy like i mean you you buy a game, and you fall in love with it, and you play the story mode, and then when the story mode's over, you don't play it anymore because you're going to go back and play the exact same thing over and over and over again. VRs kind of allow that change and that uh, ability to to not necessarily have it the same, even though it is the same, which kind of adds to the addiction.
1: Exactly. So what are some things in that game that you think that they should change? One for us— perfect because that's one (laughs) obviously we just talked about how we think everyone's a hacker yeah another one for us is like climbing like we think climbing in this game is absolutely ridiculous you can get stuck on a tiny little rocket you can hop a big ass wall that's one that's
2: frustrating for us i agree a hundred percent um without question however i'm nervous they're going to basically just make it like you can climb anything Um, And I feel like if you do that, you're totally screwed because there's no um, ability or tactic to um, get high ground. There's no ability or tactic to rotate first. It's kind of just like, I'm going to hide underneath here because you can't see me. And I'm going to climb up these fucking mountain ledge because there's a couple of bricks that I can see. Um, Like, I mean, people don't go mountain climbing without harnesses and shit on because most of them fall and die. So, like, to that extent, I get it um I think there's a very fine line however to the like um uh, like mantling like to the climbing um when you're talking about climbing a wall I try to think about it in realistic like if I run at a wall or a fence I can probably hop it I run at the side of a cliff that has a couple of ledges that I could probably hold on to I'm probably going to go the long way around. I'm not yep. going to lie to you. Like, I ain't yep. going to go try up. Like, But if you come up to one and it's, like, six feet, eight feet high and it's got a couple of ledges, I think you should be able to get up that one. Like, yep. I think that part is the part that's broken. Um, I just think it's a very fine line between allowing me to climb up a 10, 12, 15, 40 fucking mountainside Yep. versus being able to climb over, like, you're running and you're a ledge and you're stuck and you're like, Oh, storm's going to kill me. Shit. And you just kind of like hop, hop, hop. And you're up and over and you go. I think that part needs to be fixed, but I think it's a very fine.
1: Part. Yeah. See, like for us, our frustration is like that little tiny rock wall that kind of borders stadium. Cause that's our go-to. Our go-to yeah, yeah. is we loot stadium. We run to our building, right. that border rock wall. Just when you hop over that wall and then there's that like rock patch. Yeah. yeah. When you run up to it, you can see over it but you can't jump over, over it, it. over so yeah, yeah, yeah. go and that's, what I like, that's the that kind of portion
2: stuff. that portion i agree with those portions got to be uh kind of fixed up um and they need to be kind of like adjusted um however as a whole i think it's uh i think it's it's a very fine line
1: for sure absolutely i would agree is there anything else um that you run into constantly in the game you are like man they really need to fix this
2: I think there's too many overpowered guns. When I say too many overpowered guns, I don't mean there's five or six or seven or eight guns that are just too good. I mean they put something in the game that's way better than everything else. So everybody uses it and eliminates the ability of skill. Um, they nerf it, um which I think is opinionated on whether or not you think the graw is nerfed. Um, I think it has been nerfed, but I think it's only been nerfed at the fact that I can't outsnipe a sniper with a graw anymore. Um, I think at medium and close range, it's still just as powerful and broken as it was before. Um, But for argument's sake, that gets nerfed and everybody says, oh, I'm not going to use it anymore. Perfect. Whether it's nerfed or not, who cares? Everybody's not using it. That's the whole point. Um, So then there was the Kilo and there was this, that, and the other thing. And there was a lot of people arguing like, oh, I like the M4. I like the M13. I like Kilo. And it's like, okay, that's good. That is what you need. You need somebody that tells me the gun I'm using is shit. And the other one is better because that means there's variety. That means there's different skill levels. That means there's different changes. That means there's different people using different things. And then all of a sudden they say, oh, by the way, felt bad. We took Graw Yeah, Here's the Bruin, which is even worse than the fucking Graw was to begin with. You look yeah. at that thing and you're just like, mm, guess what? I've got a fucking machine gun in my hand. That has no <laughs> recoil, and I'm gonna laser you out of the car 650 meters away because like don't got a gra anymore, I had to make up for it. Like, you don't even need fucking aimbot. Just use the gra. Use the gra and an MP5. The gra and an MP5. If you use the gra and the MP5, you can shoot the kid on top of stadium sitting in the middle when you're down in the bottom of a hospital behind seven sets of doors. <laughs> Like, it's broken. And then it's like, oh, I grabbed a most wanted. They're going to push me. Cool. I'm going to sit in the corner with my MP5 with the same attachments that everybody uses, including myself. And when you step the corner, guess what's going to happen? Hit fire. You're dead. See you. Have a good day. So, like, I just think that I think there's too many, like, SMGs are not as bad because there's a lot of people that argue the MP7 over the MP5. There's um, a few people that are giving in, like, the scattered people you're starting to see, the P90 come alive, and so on and so forth. But I still think the most broken setup in the whole game is Bruin with a VLK on top of an MP5. Like, I, 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 if you use the two of those, you can kill anybody at any range at any distance, as long as your accuracy is decent, I mean. And when I say decent, I mean, like, it doesn't have to be good. I mean, like, if the gun goes up, you need to be smart enough to know you got to pull down. And as long as you can do that, you can pretty much kill anybody with it.
1: Excuse me while I make notes. Oh, make <laughs> That's what I've been Bruin doing Bruin wrong the class. whole time. Yeah,
2: if you you want a Bruin, and for those people out there, you want a Bruin, and you want it with a 28.6 barrel, you want it with a muzzle suppressor, you want it with a tack laser, you want it with a VLK, and you want it with a 60-round mag. The reason I can tell you that off the top of my head is because everybody and their dog has the same goddamn loadout. <laughs> it's insane.
1: This is why he's the king. All right, well, Bruin class. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I'm just gonna title my class "Wink," um and it's gonna be Bruin <laughs> MP5, and hopefully, uh, you use a Bruin talk, MP5. Tell
2: I'm telling you now, it is broken. Perfect. Like broken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool. <laughs> um. So, anything, anything aside from like gameplay itself, is there anything that you want to see implemented in the next season of COD? Like. Any guns, oh, any gameplay question. styles, things on the map, anything like that.
2: I think the map would changing would be nice. Um, it is such a gigantic map, um, and how it's not like Fortnite where there's no building, having all kinds of buildings and corners and what's called doesn't necessarily mean it has to be because like it's so goddamn big and there's so much in it because you can't build and hide. Like there's not many open areas that like. I'd say that 90% of the people have not explored the whole map. Like, like you guys, like you have your generic spots you go to and the only reason you move is because the storm moved. Mm-hmm. Um, so due to that, I feel like the map necessarily doesn't have to make a big change, but I think it's definitely something... Um, if they could make a couple of changes, like I mean there's like a couple of generic spots that I find most people go to or the place that it gets ch- like chaotic. I think um, as much as I absolutely despise and hate downtown... Um, I think it'd be nice if there was a couple more places like that so that everybody doesn't kind of disperse to the same location. Like everybody goes to bank just outside of hospital. Everybody goes to honey hole towards the middle of the map because it's like medium height. There's lots of hide, lots of easy rotations like stadium. um, I think the only thing I can think of in game that I really, really, really think needs to be fixed or added to is there has to be a way up and there has to be a way down from the top of Stadium. Um, if you're lucky enough to get a decent, like a Bruin MP5 or a sniper MP5 or whatever, and, uh, get a helo or especially stimulus duos, like relanding, landing like dying and landing back on top and dying and landing back on top and dying and landing back on top, um, to do that over and over, um, like you can just get your loadout over and over and over again, just keep landing there. Um, so I think there needs to be like the rumor I heard, I don't know if there's any truth to this or not, but it's like ropes like you can get on the rope and it like pull you up kind of like in the elevators. It'd like that'd be cool if you had like two on all sides and then like your team could go at all four corners and kind of like pinch a team on top of stadium, make stadium not so like overpowered. Um, but like, there's nothing major, like, like I'm not much of a complainer when it comes to the game. So I don't have much like, like this needs to be added or this map is boring now, or anything like that. Like, Everything, no matter what, no matter what you do, there's going to be a hot spot. Like Superstore is, if you want to land and get absolutely chaotic, you're going to go Superstore, right? So, yep. So, like, there's all, even if you took Superstore out, like, there's just going to be a new spot that gets added to that kind of thing. So, I don't know. I think, I think the ropes to Stadium is definitely the only thing that jumps out that I'm like, this one for sure.
1: Speaking of Superstore, um, if there was one place in the entire map that you could take out of the map, or completely rearrange um, the layout of it. You mentioned kind of making little parts of downtown elsewhere. So
2: if there's people from my chat that can see this, um, (laughs) not to cut you off, but I know the answer to this question already. (laughs) Um, I hate to the point that regularly my chat tells me to go to TV station. I hate it. I think it is the stupidest fucking location in the map. It is (laughs) a tiny ass little building with a helicopter on it. So guess where everybody's going to land in the helicopter. And then the guys who didn't quite make it there get run over by the helicopter. Um, And everybody else jumps off and disperses. And when you jump off and disperse, you're all low ground and all three surrounding areas of TV station is high ground buildings. So there's like the high tower by the by there's the yellow house next to uh, the bus and the, the, um, Telephone power thingy. Um, Then there's Big Blue with the China restaurant down at the bottom. That's basically level with fucking TV station, even though it's like down a thing. Um, And I just just hate it because you have to land there and you have to get the helicopter. If you don't, you're basically just like mice in a maze. Like you're just jumping off and you're trying to get the hell away somewhere. And anybody else who's smart enough, like I'm going to go towards TV station and land on the mountain above you. And I'm going to wait, and you're either going to come towards me or away from me. Either way, I'm going to have high ground on you. I hate TV station with every bit of my bones. I'd much rather land Superstore over TV.
1: I feel personally attacked um because that uh for the longest time that was actually our play was to just yeah. grab the helicopter at uh at tv station and then fly it to the top of stadium so i feel 100 percent personally attacked by you um that's not and your that's fault fine. That, most that's of my, my
2: no 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 and, and it's 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 definitely okay because most of my dad does the same thing um it's like i die to a kid i'm like are you fucking kidding me like you literally are sitting in the back of a goddamn bus Literally ADSing down sites waiting for me to come around the corner. I'm like, why do you camp there? Like, I don't get it. And my chat's like, Because I wanted to get a kill. I killed you. Like I was sitting there. I'm like, cool, you're not good at the game. They're like, Well, I killed you. And I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) You're not good. (laughs) Fuck. But like at the end of the day, I still, like I said, as much as I bitch and complain and rave and all that about it, at the end of the day, it's a hard point to argue. You killed me. So what the fuck makes what I'm doing smarter than what you're doing? It's just frustrating and boring.
1: Well, I think if, uh, talking from experience here, um, I think, uh, you know, it might've worked against you, but you're one of a thousand that it worked on. The other 999, it did not. So um, what you're doing is probably a lot better because, you know, that's our one shining moment. Um, Aside from what you're playing now, what you played in the past, is there anything that, you know, with these new consoles coming out, is there anything that you're seeing that you're like, okay, that looks cool, or I really want to play that, or I can't wait to play this on stream. Is there anything like that that kind of pops out to you?
2: No. Like, the consoles, I'm more so interested to see what truly happens. Like, the Xbox did their reveal the other day with their games and stuff, and majority of any games that are, like, quality and content are still kicking out 60 frames. Yes, I get that it can do 120, but the games are really only kicking out 60 still. Now, during patch notes and upgrades, will they boost their FPS? Maybe, probably, whatever. But still, like, it's not like... Like at the end of the day, like I mean, your your PC, you're gonna you're gonna mop 120 frames. Um, but it doesn't make it anything. Like, I mean, the most interesting thing I kind of was interested in um at a point um was probably the new Halo. Um just because like back in the day I used to play that with everybody. But I mean, with me breaking my hand and doing everything, I kinda of held off on it. So uh there's nothing that jumps out to the front of my mind that's like i want to see this game um i'm very interested to see the consoles um i'm very interested to see what they're all about and how good they truly are once they hit the shelves and fast produced and all that stuff um but game-wise there's nothing major that i'm like oh god i need this. i guess i guess the closest thing for me would be like nhl 21 but that's like every year in october and november it comes out so like it's really not like Anything special. Like I'll like all a week or so before it announces, I'll see something. And HL20 releases next week. I'll be like, oh nope. I'll go pick it up. Right. <laughs> but there's nothing really that jumps off the shelf to me that I'm like, oh my God, I need this game.
1: Fair enough. Um before we get you out of here, because we're we're creeping up on that time and I know you're a busy <laughs> guy. There's a couple more questions that I wanted to to ask okay. you to kind of create that because obviously the the main reason of this is to create the image of what a streamer is because you'll right. have the old folks that are like ah, you play video games for a living oh yeah whatever and then you have the new kids who are like oh my god this is so cool and we kind of we want to create that image so everyone can see what it is because yeah, not that, you everyone, want that gray area exactly so like for you for someone that i have personally watched you play with other streamers like how does that how does that come about? Like, how do you build that rapport? Is it just you watching their streams and then kind of interacting or is it something? Like um, it's watchers? all
2: networking. Um, any advice I give to anybody watching this, that's debating doing it. It's all about networking um, and getting to know somebody and, and contacting somebody and meeting friends of friends of friends of friends um, and so on and so forth. But the number one thing I can give to anybody, please don't, whatever you do, please don't go out and message people and, Go into people's chats and just all it says is hey you want to play sometime like I have no idea who the hell you are like not to be like an asshole or whatever and to, and I will take it to an, an absolute extreme but maybe you're a racist prick and like I'm not gonna say sure I'll play with you like whatever like you know what I mean so like I say to people like can you please send me your page I'm gonna go check it out um I like to check it out and I like to check it out for two things one I want to make sure that you coming on with me is going to work well. Our personalities are going to clash or like are not going to clash all those things. Um, and it's going to work out as good content, but not only for me, but also for you. Like, I don't want us playing and you sitting there being like, Oh my God, this guy's so fucking bossy. Or being like, Oh my God, like, like why the fuck are you dying all the time? Or like, will you shut the fuck up? Like, or giving opinions that I don't agree with or whatever they may be. Um, like, but the thing is, is like networking is not trying to message somebody or trying to tweet at somebody or trying to get in contact with somebody just to ask them to play. Networking is becoming friends with people you think might be fun to play with, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a big one for me uh recently and a, and a massive shout out to his kindness and his and his uh, his willingness um is dimes if for those who don't know who dimes is he's a, he's a very uh popular um charity streamer um on facebook um does a lot for like st jude and things like that he's a cancer survivor in himself um and i've wanted to play with him for a long time and i understand and i was first started out never knew a thing like i said to you watch ggb and the only thought that went through my head was I wonder if I can make enough money to buy next god. Like, I never knew anything. I never knew there was streamer etiquette. I never knew nothing. So I'd pop in, hey, want to play? Hey, want to play? Hey, want to play? And I basically wrecked my, like, not chances, but my impression that he sees of me. Um, just some random kid that's like, play with me, play with me, play with me, and it comes across as, whether it is or isn't, it comes aclo- across as clout chasing. Um, and... Basically, I just kind of sat back and I was like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? And I just was like, I enjoy watching them. Like, I'm just going to fucking watch them. So I watched them for a while and sat there and would comment and like and would just sit and enjoy and so on and so forth. And after so long, I'd comment. But it wasn't commenting like, hey, how's it going? Hey, blah, blah, blah. It was like like generic. It was like, oh, great kill. How you doing? Like, how's your day? Like, what's going on? Like, it wasn't anything about gaming. and. A couple of things came up on Twitter recently that was just kind of like, oh, I, I'm looking for a monitor. Does anybody have recommendations? So I just recommended it. And I kind of rebuilt his trust to know that I'm not clout chasing. Like, I'm here to genuinely, I just enjoy you. I think you're great. And I, I, I need to show you that I'm not trying to just play with you. Like, I, I don't give a shit whether or not you play with me at all, to be totally honest. Would you like to play? Sure, that'd be fucking wonderful. But, like, if you never play with me, I'm not going to stop watching you. Like, there's a lot of people in this world, whether they're willing to admit it or not, like, come in. Like, a guy was in my chat the other day. Um, I don't know if buttons work on here. Unfortunately, I don't think they do. But um, I have a button, and it's my troll button. And a kid came in, and he was like, hey, give me a shout-out. And I was like, sorry, I don't just, like, shout-out anybody for no reason, blah, 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 blah. Um, I was like, make sure you smash a follow button. I was like, if you like the stream, if you follow the stream, if you become a supporter on the stream, if whatever, I said, everybody gets a shout out every single time they come in. If you come in and you're like, hit the like button, became a follower. I'm like, yo, thank you so much. Blah, 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 blah for becoming a follower. I appreciate you. Like, thank you so much. Welcome to the wink family. I hope you're having a fucking a wonderful day. How's your day going? And like full on. And then you'll respond and be like, I'm having a great day and I'll try my very best to get back and make sure I answer that. And like, actually talk to you. But he he was like, oh, I followed. I was like, no, you didn't. I was like, I literally have a thing next to me that tells me if you like. And he was like, oh, fuck you. And I was like, man, like, I don't get it. And then I clicked my button and it's like, do you watch, did you ever watch the Hangover movies? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Leslie Chow. Yep. <laughs> <To-to-lo>, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's my troll button. Um, awesome. So he said, fuck you. So I clicked that and then And then anyway, Chad ended up having a fucking big uproar and a bunch of people hit the like button and a share button and a follow button. And I kind of was like shouting all them out. And he was like, oh, you're shouting them out. I was like, they did what I told you to do. Like, what are you doing, (laughs) man? I don't know. It's it's insane.
1: That actually leads me to my final question is, you know, building your community. So obviously as a streamer, that's a big part of um, your success is your community being able to, um, you know, reach out to your community, have your community there, play with your community, um, have them interact to grow your brand. And back to, you know, making sure that you want to check to make sure someone's on a racist asshole. You know, it's your brand. You're protecting your brand. Yep. Just like any professional team out there isn't going to go sign a contract with browsers. Okay. Right. They want to make sure that this is going to help their brand in the long term. You have your own brand. If they're going to, taint that brand for lack of a better term they are going to do so and you're you have every right to say no thank you um so going into that building that community how how hard was it to build that community and how rewarding is it now knowing that you have a community and and how does that feel as a streamer
2: um i think there's two answers to that when i first started i didn't really know what i was doing or how i was doing it um i was um trying to do what all the big guys do and try and do all the things that were perfect and proper and, and all these things. Um, and if you guys haven't told by now, um, I'm a a Newfoundlander from Canada and, uh, we're a little tiny Island and we're a bunch of fishermen and we don't give a fuck and we curse. And every third word out of our mouth is like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what do you have by going down for a drink? Yes. Come on. Fuck it. We goes down. Like it's not an insult (laughs) where I'm from. It's, it's, (laughs) it's a generic emphasis word. Um, and when I first streamed, I didn't curse. I was PG. Didn't curse. And I did it for the longest time. And I thought I was being this big, smart person. And long story short, I was just fake. I was fake as fuck. Uh, like, I, I don't say that to penalize myself. I, I just, at the end of the day, I, I wasn't me. Um, and I, I don't remember what happened exactly. Um, but something happened. And I was just kind of like, you know what? Like, messaged in my mod chat and shit. And I was like, starting tomorrow... I was like, I'm just being me. If people like it, great. And, and if they don't like it and they leave, well, fuck them. Um, if, if they, if they want to be around, great. If they don't want to be around, great. Um, I don't want anybody to be around that doesn't want to be around um, as much as I want to keep people around or help people out um, who want to be around. Um, but I think without a doubt, you'd need to just you and when I say be you um, a lot of people say well there's like Kingslayer and he dresses up as a king blah blah like he's not a king sure but I can almost guarantee you with every bit of my bones when Kingslayer kills a guy and yells get the fuck out of here that is his natural reaction yeah right like his natural reaction is overcoming if a guy comes into chat and he's like you're a prick he fucking roasts buddy I can guarantee you that's his like natural personality like he's he's doesn't take no shit but will give you the shirt off his back if you're just anything of kind and respectful and nice and all that stuff and and i think that's what's generated a lot of interest for him um and he's built a brand around the king and the king and all that stuff but at the end of the day he is still him um and i think a lot of people don't understand that i think a lot of people do characters and they try to they try to be an actual character like in a movie um I, I I just personally don't think that's the way to do it. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion and everybody's allowed to, to do whatever they like, which is why if people want to be around, they can stay around. If they don't, they don't have to. Um, but building a community, you just have to be you. And uh, ever since I've done that, um, people have been around a little bit longer, have been around a little bit more um the people that are there you want there because you know they're there for you you're not putting on an act or not pretending to whatever so on and so forth um but like even as as recent as lately like the last couple of days like i've said in my chat like we've been very babysome um and um unfortunately for us i think that's hurt us um somebody will come in and they'll be like you're a prick and i'm like oh you're having a bad day are you and then he comments back and then he's a dick again and then we roast him and and he gets but in the beginning somebody comes in and says something or they come in and every time they come in it's it's pity party on me pity party on me pity party on me i want i want attention i want attention i want attention and we were always very tell them with kindness we were very like i'm here to help you blah 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 and as you get grow, the thing i never thought about at the time Um, which I'm starting to realize, unfortunately now is like, you can't do that for everybody. You'd literally be on your phone the whole fucking day answering people being like, like, I hope your day is okay. Like, how are things going? Blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm not saying to to not care or, or that, that I don't care. Um, it's the absolute complete opposite. It's the fact that I do care and I don't want you to come in and be known as the pity party guy. Right. And, um, so I'm still learning with my community as I go. And like, like I said, we've implemented recently, literally like in the last couple of days, um, where basically it's going to be like, uh, if you're here to hang out and enjoy yourself and party and all that stuff, great. Um, if you're here to pity party and be an asshole or, or whatever, then you won't be around for too long. And that sucks. But I think something I wish I was told when I was smaller is um, everybody has like low views. They've got 10 people watching them and they're like, my God, I can't kick this guy out. I'll go down to nine. But what nobody really realized or taught me, which I think is a wonderful thing, I I hopefully can teach somebody is for that one guy that you let stay there who was being an asshole or being a pity party or being whatever, um, there was probably five people who didn't stick around because they didn't want to deal with his shit so if you show up to my stream and all you see in the chat is my life sucks like nobody likes me like um like you're a fucking dick blah blah blah, blah. the odds are you're gonna back out if you come in and it's oh what's up how where are you like how's your day going like what gun are you using like holy shit good kill blah, blah blah you're gonna be like oh like something's going on in here like what's going on like you know what i mean yeah. Um and and I think that's a harsh reality and I think there's probably going to be some people that are mad at me for that and there's some people that are going to be like you're an asshole but at the end of the day it's just it's like I said it's just my opinion and I don't think um for the one person you're trying to hold on to there's probably five pe- people that you missed out on because of it for sure and 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 that sounds really bad but like it's true and when I say the pity party guy like they're they're obviously not as bad as the asshole and the prick um However, the pity party guy, like, you either got to say something to them and, or, or, and like warn them. Um, I think that's fair. Um, whereas like the asshole, you can kind of just, ban them, see you later kind of thing. Right. Um, but like, I think it's fair to give somebody a warning or whatnot. be like, yo, like, listen, like I understand things are tough. Um, but like DM me or DM a mod or DM something, a friend, a family member, um, call and get actual like professional help, whatever it may be that you need. um, We'll try and help you with, but like, please don't come in the chat and just constantly run it. Like if you come in and I'm like, Hey, how's your day going? And you're like, it's fucking shit. It is absolutely trash. This, 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 and this happened. You're like, okay, cool. That's gone. Like that sucks. Like hopefully we can make it better. Hopefully we can entertain you and get your mind off it. But if every day you come in and nobody says anything to you and you're pity party or whatever, it's like, you know what I mean? Like at that point, you're not there just to hang out and happen to be telling me that your day sucks. You're, you're, you're there for a pity party. And, and sure. I think those, I think those are very different.
1: Absolutely. I agree. Which obviously would lead to why, you know, streamers reach out and get moderators. So um, how, how do, how does a streamer kind of start a mod team? Is it something where you're,
2: um, I think everybody's different. I think everybody has their own opinions on how they approach it. Um, for me, When I first started, um, I just kind of had a couple of people that were sticking around for a while. Um, I had one or two people that kind of like actually brought it up to me and was like, hey, like I am mod for this guy. Like, do you want me to mod for you? And I was kind of like, sure, like whatever. But I've kind of come to learn um, the importance of them, um, how absolutely crucial and absolutely amazing these individuals are. Um, Shout out to my team of uh, Brian, Kelly, Reba, and Brent. Um, at the moment, that is that's my current team. and um, it's 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 amazing how how impactful they truly are. Um, but I do something um, I think more and more people are doing, um, and I've learned from somebody else, so I'm not taking full credit for it, um, is I kind of wrote on a piece of paper what it is I expect out of a mod. And then I put it out there to my team and my page and all that stuff, and I said, this is what I'm looking for who would like to help and a bunch of people who are never around in chat or whatever comment. And they're like, I'd love to. And I'm like, okay, well, you're not around, but like, show me you can be around and maybe we'll think about it or whatever. Um, And some people who have been around for a long time and you would like to have on their team are like, yeah, I'd love to. And you're like, okay, perfect. Like that's great. But the number one thing that I stress um, anytime, no matter what ever is and my mods and past mods and future mods can can account for this is um, the number one rule if you mod for me is the minute you accept the position if you ever want to leave for any reason you don't like me anymore your family has got stuff going on you're uh, sick you're just don't want to if you ever want to leave then there's no hard feelings on my end I understand that You are helping me out right now and you don't want to anymore. However, if I ever want you to leave due to maybe I don't think you're doing what we had agreed to in the beginning, et cetera, et cetera, there can't be hard feelings for that as well. And you can still come back and I want you and expect you to come back and hang out in the community and and enjoy it like you had before you were a mod. Um, But that is one of the number one rules that actually that is the number one rule um for me and my community when it comes to mods and they're just they there's a lot of people I think that overkill it maybe. Um they've got one or two thousand followers and they've got ten or fifteen mods. And I'm like, yeah, hey, that might be overkill. And then there's some people like myself who've got just short of seven thousand and I've only got four. I probably could do with a couple more. Um but I think people need to pick people they're 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 truly comfortable and happy with. Um Somebody that you're willing and wanting to talk to all the time or play games with off stream is the people that I like to have mod for me because they're going in a mod chat. Like, they have full access to you. Like, I don't want to have somebody in who's just a chatterbox and I don't really like them, but they're good at what they do. Modding for me because, like, I don't want to fucking talk to you every day. You know what I mean? And, like, that's a hard thing to say. But, like, again, it's, I don't know. I'm a very, like, straightforward person. Like, I don't think my opinions are right. I don't think my opinions are wrong. Um, I just usually feel strongly about them, and that's just my opinion.
1: Good to have. Opinions are good to have. Yeah. All right, well, we're creeping up on, on the time for you. Again, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep it short because we know you're a busy guy. That's the last good. thing I will ask you, yeah. uh, being a hockey guy, who's, who's winning it? Who's winning the COVID Cup?
2: Oh, God, you did it to me. Okay, so ironically <laughs> enough, last night I was at a buddy's house. We were having a few beers, and we went through each round – um, on who we thought was going to win and then mapped it out on who they would technically play and so on and so forth. And we had a uh, Tampa versus Boston in the East. And we had St. Louis versus Vegas in the West.
1: Oh.
2: And I had Tampa versus St. Louis. He had Vegas versus Tampa. He had Vegas winning it all. I had... Tampa winning it all. I just, I don't know. And like the only the only team that's in there that worries me is Winnipeg. Their top six and their goaltending is like just absurd. Like it's 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 incredible. So if I was a button man, if if it, for argument's sake we're putting we'll say we'll put money on the line for it. Uh, right now, if I'm a betting man, uh, I'm going to go money on the line. I'm going to say Tampa gut feeling, gut opinion, gut thought, I'm saying it's
1: Colorado. Whoa. Okay. What's the thought behind Colorado?
2: I just got a gut feeling, man. Like Nico Ranton, Tyson Jost, like Mikhail McCarr, Nathan McKinnon. The only thing in Colorado that on paper or mathematically doesn't do it for me is their goaltending. And that's the only thing. If their goaltending was better – then I would probably have them as a favorite to win. Um, but my gut feeling is kind of eliminating that because I know Grubauer can play well. I just don't know if I trust him enough to play well. So I'm going to go on the thought process that let's hope he can hold his own. And I'm my off-the-wall pick, my gut feeling pick, is going to be Colorado.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, my pick was actually Winnipeg. That was my pick to win Fair. it all.
2: Like I said, um, they're they're... they're Top six and their goaltending is absolutely absurd. Their defense is phenomenal. They're they're a team. I 100. percent If they won, I'd be like, I get it. I just don't have a gut feeling. And if I was putting money on the line, I wouldn't.
1: Fair enough. Do you think mm-hmm. goaltending or scoring is going to be the factor in this shortened COVID
2: Cup? Neither. I think it's going to be defense. Oh, okay. If I we went through yesterday, I don't know. We're a numbers guy. I'm a numbers guy. I always have been. As a goaltender, save percentage, goals against, it all mattered. Um, mathematically, I think it's like 10 of the, whatever, 16 teams that we think are going to make it, um, have like a, their average top six forward will generate between 50 and 52 points. Um, then Winnipeg jumps all the way up to 60 and Washington, no Edmonton technically because dry side Olympic David are so high, they jump to 61 and they're because their top two are like 110 and 95 because it's just that's broken you want to talk about broken like Bruin broken yo mcdavid and dry Saddle are broken <laughs> like
0: <laughs> broken
2: <laughs> they, they like everybody else is like oh i got 90 points i got 80 points the two of them are like 95 and 110 like they're broken um but yeah i don't know i just i don't know i don't know it's interesting to see it's interesting to see but like i said it'll it'll uh It'd be crazy to see, but if I'm putting money in the line, I'm saying Tampa.
1: Okay. Very last question: Starting a franchise right now, do you take Crosby in his prime or McDavid?
2: Crosby in his prime. I don't even think that's a question. Okay. McDavid's McDavid's speed, McDavid's point production um, is is maybe a little bit better, but like his his hands, his game, his knowledge, his leadership, his his charisma, his 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 um persona it's and like crosby's arguably the next gretzky
1: i don't think you can easy easy there easy there
2: i said i said arguably <laughs> I, never said he is. I said arg hey listen we're talking about hockey i watch my words when i talk about hockey. Okay? <laughs> arguably he is like and the thing is is everybody looks at it like 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 we all talk about gretzky right But does that mean there's no God's-given-earth player before Gretzky was born? No,
1: of course there is.
2: So in every generation, like personally, I think basketball is the easiest one because they've had a few that have been closer together. Um, Like you had Michael Jordan. But before that, you had Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. You jump up to the in-betweens. You've got LeBron James. Um, You jump up, you got Kobe Bryant. You've got Shaquille O'Neal. You've got Stephen Curry. You've gotten whoever... And there's, there's there's all those guys. And our generation was born at the prime of Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan will always be God's gift. When we got old enough to truly understand what was going on, it was Kobe Bryant. So I'm a Kobe versus MJ. LeBron's not even in the question, let alone Stephen Curry. But guys that are the next generation past me don't even know who the fuck, like, okay. That was a bad choice in words. They don't truly respect or honor the Michael Jordan because they didn't watch him. They didn't see him. And then when you see highlights, it's old school highlights where shit looks slow and sloppy and all that right. stuff, the same as anything does because things progress and things get better. Um, So they're all – Kobe was phenomenal, but but LeBron James is the guy. Then the next people are LeBron James is the guy, but Stephen Curry is the next thing. Um, So I think – for hockey it's usually a little bit more spread out um just because to find somebody of that skill level is a little bit difficult um but I think personally I think like when I think back in the day I think Guy Lafleur um after Guy Lafleur I think Gretzky after Gretzky I think Crosby that's just my like generation to generation to generation gap but if you get like picky like there's lots of people, and, and this is going to suck for some, or like Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr was probably before the Gretzky, maybe, instead of Guy Lafleur, But But like my point of argument, you know what I mean. Um, but everybody, ironically enough, no matter what way you look at it, man, there's going to be somebody that says Ovechkin was better than Crosby. There's going to be somebody that says Marila Muir, Marc Messier was better than Gretzky. There's going to be somebody that says Bobby Orr was better than Guy Lafleur or Guy Lafleur was better than Bobby Orr. There's always going to be an argument. Um, I think truly believe here's a fucked up sentence for you it's same thing with gaming world I truly believe the best player in the world is whoever the media thinks is the best player in the world because that's the guy who gets spoken about that's the guy who gets talked about this that and the other thing um, and I think that's what made Gretzky has these records these records get brought up consistently still to this day in the media if that didn't happen, people who are 10 years old would not know who the fuck Wayne Gretzky is. Right? If that makes sense. So yeah. I I I think you have to go with Crosby. And I was the kid when they were getting drafted that was like, "Ovechkin's gonna be better. I'm team Ovechkin. Fuck Crosby. I don't like him." But like as a as I'm an still
1: adult team
0: what? I'm still oh, you're an OV fan
1: not that I'm an Ovi fan I just I, I've never liked Crosby's personality I've never yeah and the thing stronger. is is the
2: thing that's the knock on Crosby again is, is media because media produced him at some point as a crybaby Yep. and a lot of people just can't shake that um, but at the end of the day if I gave you nine million dollars and I said you have the option of McDavid Crosby or Ovechkin one player versus one player to win you a hundred million dollars. Who are you picking and who are you giving your 9 million to to risk that hundred million for you? One-on-one player versus player. Who are you picking?
1: First of all, you're an idiot for giving me $9 million because I'm, <laughs> I'm one that holds grudges, so I would pick Ovechkin. But I understand where you're going because obviously you would, Cros- If you had $9 million, you would
2: physically hand Ovechkin $9 million and think that he would be better than Crosby at, like, in their prime?
1: No, but I feel like the party with him would be so much better.
2: Yeah, but he'd have to win for that to happen.
1: Eh, I think he could party without them. I mean, he went so long without winning. I think he could party without it.
2: Yeah, but then when he won, he went hard. Oh, yeah, he did. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He went MIA for a little thing, bit. I one thing, though, that I don't think anybody ever is going to do is nobody is going to do what the Washington Capitals did. Um, the Washington Capitals reinvigorated winning. Um, for the longest time, like hockey, basketball, all that stuff, it's all about fucking super teams. Super teams, super teams, super teams, super teams. Washington slowly got a super team the natural way. They drafted a kid. They brought up a kid. They traded for a kid. They got a kid. They brought up a kid. They trained a kid. They got a kid better. They got lucky with a couple of kids that they picked late, turning out well. Trayton Holtby coming out of the fucking weed works and being God's gift to this earth when nobody knew who the fuck he was. Blah, 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 blah. They fucking went out. They wanted a win. They deserved a win. They've been waiting a long time for a win. They got a win, and they fucking showed you what you should do when you win. Crosby's won that many times, man. By the time he won the third one, he was drinking like chocolate milk or some shit out of the cup. (laughs) Like, are you fucking kidding me? You just won the Stanley Cup, bro. There's got to be like a $4,000 bottle of fucking champagne in the top of that thing. And it gets poured over your head when you drink it every goddamn time you win. But when you win three, four, five, six, seven, eight fucking times, at at that point, it's like, ah, sweet, I won. That's a a pay raise next time. Yep.
0: Right? And the
2: new guys who win... And the new guys who celebrate and the new guys that do this—that's um, going to be absolutely wonderful. But they're still going to always be following in the footsteps of, of Washington. Man, like, when was the last time you heard a sports team win and go fucking snow angeling in a water fountain in the middle of downtown Washington, <laughs> and then go to the take me out to the ball game? in the Washington—what is it? Red Sox? I don't know about I don't know baseball. Uh, Nationals. Washington Nationals. They go out to the Washington Nationals and Ovechkin's there, and they're like, "Yeah, like, what do you got to say for us?" And he shotguns a beer. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fucking guy who deserved to win. Yep. And he, he and okay. he made he made the best of it. He I didn't agree. win and be like, "Oh, I don't want to be hung over tomorrow."
1: He won and was like,
2: <laughs> "I'm gonna be hung over for the next fucking month." <laughs> right? And like, I think that's I think that's a big thing. I think that I think they they reinvigorated winning. They reinvigorated the Stanley Cup. Um, They reinvigorated everything. And that's why I'm nervous for St. Louis to win again. I don't want St. Louis to win again. I want St. Louis to win and lose in the first goddamn round. I want four teams that should be nowhere even in the playoffs to win the first round. Like, I want shit like Montreal to play Toronto in the fucking playoffs. When was the last time the two of them made the playoffs? I don't play each other. Like I, I'm, I'm just, I'm an underdog, dude. I, I like to see the fucked up shit. I want to see like Sagan in Dallas play Boston and win and tell him to fucking like WWE, fucking DX, like suck it, fucking like, <laughs> like. You know what I mean? Like I want that shit. Like that's what I want. That's the shit that's entertaining. That's the shit that's fucking like off the wall like you're gonna piss a lot of people off with it and you're gonna drive a lot of people crazy but you know what there's gonna be a hell of a lot more people and a hell of a lot more media based around the crazy shit it's like March Madness man college basketball some random fucking team is the only reason March Madness is still on TV nobody gives a flying fucking shit I apologize to basketball fans that Duke (laughs) is playing UCLA cool I don't care. I'm going to watch fucking, I don't even know if he was on these teams, Zion Williams next year when he plays in the NBA. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see Jimmy Bob Joe and the fucking chocolate factory come up and take on Duke and kick the shit out of them and then go on and kick the shit out of UCLA. And then when they finally lose, you're like, oh, it was so close. Like, blah, blah, blah. Now all of a sudden you're a fan of this school you didn't know existed. And that's just, I don't know. Like I said, I'm a fucked up dude, man. And I don't like <laughs> fucked up shit, but that's, that's what I'm into. I don't know. Like, I'm into the crazy shit. Like, I want to see, see some crazy shit happen. I don't want to see top four teams play the top four teams in a battle of who can make the least amount of errors. I want to see some goalie go out, stand on his fucking head, and make crazy saves while his team is willing to risk it for the biscuit. To try and truthfully win, not sit back and be like, I'm going to play my defense versus your defense. I wonder if my trap is better than yours. No, I want to see Ovechkin drive the wall and bulldozer Crosby and behind the back pass to Backstrom on the corner hitting a one timer, like while Malcolm's trying to pick it off and potentially he's going to end up on a breakaway. That's entertainment, that's fun. Like, there's no fun in, what was it, Tampa a few years ago played that stupid trap where they literally for five minutes of TV time stood still in an NHL game? Stood still. Stood there. I think the most action was a scatterfella backed up a little bit and then moved forward a little bit. Like, (laughs) you're telling me five minutes, 180 feet, 180 feet, for those that know how short that is, 180 feet. And 10 fellas on the ice, six foot three, 250 pounds. And you're telling me that you're, he's going to be able to stand still? He should be six feet up into the rafters with a broken leg for standing still. But it was all about the trap. It's all, yeah. tra- it all about the trap. It's all about the trap. Like, it's just, I don't know. I like entertainment, man.
1: So what you're saying is you loved when my Kings came from an eight seed and won the cup. That's what you're
2: yes, saying. Yes. But then I hated it when they won four more cups uh, in the next five years.
1: They only <laughs> won one more. I wish it was four more. They won like three <laughs> in five years, didn't they? Mm-mm, just
2: two. There was like a stint in the NHL where like in a 10-year period, three teams won seven
0: cups. I think that was most of the Blackhawks. Blackhawks won, yeah, I think, the Blackhawks three or five. five. Chicago won three
2: them. or four, and then LA won guys? two or three, and Pittsburgh, I think, won two or three, all within, like, a 10-year span. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, there's three hockey teams in the NHL. Sweet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to sure. see, like you said, I want to see LA come out of 10th eighth. And, like, that's why I love the NHL draft. Like, what's LA, second overall now? Yep. Like, what in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like... The NHL, you You got a bunch of teams in the first round, 100% about to blow it on purpose because they can somehow get the first fucking pick and still get TV rights and still make money and still be a part of TV. Yep. And then turn around and say, ooh, we got Alex left on here. Like, if you're the Montreal Canadiens right now, if you do not throw the first round, your GM and your head coach should be fucking strong. <laughs> I am a professional athlete, and I can't stand people who quit. But as a business perspective, oh, my God, you're a French-Canadian team that hasn't had a superstar since Saku Koivu or Guy Lafleur, (laughs) and you got a chance at a kid born in Quebec called Alexei Lafreniere. Like, are you kidding me? You throw the first round and you trade everybody (laughs) except for Price, and you get that first (laughs) overall goddamn pick. And for the first four years, this poor kid's not going to have a fucking teammate. Yep. But after those four years, man, everybody and their dog is going to want to go play for fucking... Why do you think Fies are going to... Why do you think Malkin signed for nine and a half million dollars in Pittsburgh? It ain't because he's a nice guy. It's because he's allowed to play with Crosby if he signs for a million bucks less a year. Yep. Right? Like Dreisaitl. You think Dreisaitl's putting up Kurt Ross Trophy? 110 points and signed for eight and a half million bucks. No, he signed for eight and a half million bucks because he was unlucky to sign the year after McDavid, and that was the only thing that he's fucking do to stay there for price wise. Yep, William Nylander is the opposite end of the story. He's lucky as hell. He signed before Aldabai, so he was like, I'm gonna take a pay cut instead of signing for nine, I'm gonna sign for six and a half. But my six and a half is still a hell of a lot higher than if I had signed after you signed all these guys to 11 million. Bucks.
1: Yep, exactly.
2: Right. I don't know. It, it's just, I don't know.
1: It's crazy, but. For sure. I love it. it I love the hockey insight. I love oh, it. Oh man.
2: I can talk about hockey all day, but I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll let you get out of here. We'll let you get back to your life, uh, okay. being a, being a streamer and a badass. Um, <laughs> and as we, uh, as we, before we let you go, we just want to thank you for coming on. Uh, thank, thank you the community for tuning in. Um, you know, go, if you, if you haven't tuned in to wink stream, definitely do so um he is as you see here he is real he is um, he's actually a really good truck driver um, uh, apparently yes. i
2: can handle my own i get yeah. scattered crashes but i mean we'll see
1: he's a good truck driver <laughs> he's got the persona down um so that's uh that's that's who he is and if you haven't tuned in do so we'll definitely in the in the links down below we'll put his uh page link in there so you can go check him out um and uh cody you want to you want to get us out of here
0: Uh, absolutely Uh, thank you again mr wink for joining us and thank you to everyone who tuned in for this very special part one in our streamer series Uh, we're looking forward to bringing many more streamers and talking much more gaming for all of you so if you enjoyed if you are watching on youtube hit the subscribe button hit the like button mash the bell Get notified when our new episodes go live. Uh, On streaming services everywhere, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, everywhere. Subscribe to the podcast. Be notified. Give us the thumbs up. Let us know what you think and comment down below. Check out Wink's stream. We will have that linked in the description. And uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us, man.
2: I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much
1: anytime anytime all right well, we'll let you get out of here and uh we'll uh, we'll catch you on the on the stream sphere
2: sounds good man
1: All right, man take it easy have a good one man what a cool dude that guy was for sure i was not expecting um all the sweet hockey talk i might have to clip some of that for uh for case in point but um really cool dude before we get out of here we can just recap that a little bit um pretty sweet that ggb was kind of the reason why he got into streaming wasn't even like a yeah. big gamer just was watching the streams and you know picked it up that's kind of cool
0: absolutely everyone's got to start from somewhere everyone knows everyone has that streamer that kind of inspired them to start and how cool that ggb is the guy you know someone that we've watched someone that uh some streamers we will also talk to later on uh are good friends with or started streaming because of so yeah. awesome to see a a little connection there yeah i did
1: like uh <laughs> I liked how he uh he didn't want to critique call of duty but then once tv station was mentioned then it was all hats off yeah. it was all about fucking that place cuz yeah. that was not his favorite which goes to show you i think this is where this is where the streaming portion is going to be really cool for us because as people that, you know, game for hobbies and as you are, God damn it, as you are working on becoming affiliate and everything with Twitch, um, you know, while you're gaming, our minds don't think the same way that these streamers do because they play way more than us. For him to be like, fuck TV station because of this, 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 and this. And if you were to say, why do I hate TV station? none of my answers would have been what you said other than everyone goes for that fucking helicopter and you either get the helicopter and you kill a bunch of people or you're one of the people that dies. I never even thought about once you don't get it, everyone scatters. And when you scatter, you're an open ground with multiple high points. And you know, he strategizing and and thinking of that, like, I don't think of that. And that's no, that's where that mindset is different between a hobby gamer and a streamer. um, Because even though, Yes, you can claim it's just a game, but this is their job. They have to be at the highest level um, or else they're going to lose viewers. And he talked about that with his hand, you know, when he broke it playing games that people didn't necessarily want to watch. But really cool to like see his strategy brain um, and really cool to um, for him to understand the business side of things too, and be able to kind of play that role like, hey, you know, I'm gonna keep playing COD because I know people will watch it, but I know that I'm also not gonna get the stats that I would get if I played something else because Call of Duty is so saturated. Um, yeah. you know, really cool for him to be able to see that. Um, and for him to be someone that is that good at gaming and not be someone that was just constantly gaming nonstop, um, is pretty incredible.
0: Yeah. Also, uh I I thought it was awesome how he was literally just like building a loadout off memory. He's like, oh yeah, my God. Bruin, this attachment, this attachment, this attachment, this attachment, this attachment. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I need to write this down. <laughs> I literally wrote, make a
1: Bruin slash MP5 class, call it wink and destroy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That was insane. How he just rattled that off. Um Yeah
0: just goes to show how much he plays and like how competitive you know streamers typically take those type of games compared to us like you said we kind of just play it for fun play it for hobbies where sure we'll get annoyed if we get killed by some fucking loser camper and sitting in a train car but like we don't take it as seriously as some of these other guys do for sure and like you when you're playing that seriously and you're trying to play at that high of a level, you have to like, know, And like wink clearly knows what he's talking about.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So I'm definitely going to do that. Um, Yeah. I thought, I thought his, his war zone thoughts were cool. Um, I was kind of bummed that, uh, that we didn't get any supporter questions in. Um, But it was kind of late that we put the notification out to his community. So yeah. we didn't get as much of an interaction. Um, but the other, the other communities were getting some, so it'd be cool to um, get those questions off. But I mean, other than that, that was, I thought that was a success. I hope everyone enjoyed Absolutely. it. Um, yeah. Any, any other takeaways you had from it?
0: Um, just, I had a lot of fun sitting here. I didn't have to open my mouth too much. I (laughs) love just sitting here and listening. I'm as much as some people will argue the opposite. I feel I am a fairly good listener (laughs) and I, uh, (laughs) and I enjoy just sitting, listening to people's thoughts, letting them rant. I mean, I'm basically your fucking therapist. So, (laughs) but, uh, I, I really enjoyed the conversation that you guys had. And I was able to chime in here and there about whatever it may be, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun and I can't wait to do this again.
1: Well, we will next week when exhibit is on
0: the show, which will be
1: Ooh. super exciting. Yeah.
0: Dude. Yep.
1: We go off uh, the look at the calendar again, but I believe we go exhibit Lenny fire
0: Davis bros. I believe that's the order, and we'll so. throw Radwagon in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, we'll do Rad. I figured we can do instead of doing like a streamer special, we can do just like a episode with yeah. Radwagon since he's got uh, a personal since. relationship as well. Uh, we can do some sort of yeah. box talk
0: or something. Yeah, one stop shop.
1: Um, yep. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's exciting. Stoked to have Exhibit on. Um, actually, he's one of the one of the guys that actually got me into watching streamers because I was on the, the eh, you know, watching video games isn't my thing. I'd rather play them. Uh, and then I started watching X and he was one of those guys that literally played exactly like I did, um, very angry. So I was like, hey, <laughs> I kind of like this guy. And then it was like, hey, who else does he play with? And then that led to me seeing other guys and then following Ricky and blah blah, 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 which hopefully Ricky has an extremely busy schedule right now. Um, but hopefully we can get him on on our next batch, which would be super exciting. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, I was, I'm stoked. I, f- I feel like uh, this went well, and and Wink was um, more than awesome. So yeah,
0: I'm absolutely. Keep this uh, keep this thing going. Yeah, yeah. and I hope uh, other people feel the same way we do, and he'll, people will go check out his stream. He's a very talented streamer uh I've been tuning in a lot recently watching him play you know like American Truck Driver Simulator that was actually super fucking fun to watch for me um and obviously like the Warzone content I just can't get enough of watching people play Warzone and uh yeah if you guys enjoyed our conversation with Wink which once again we got to thank him so much for joining us uh for our very first streamer spotlight episode, um, super awesome guy. Love talking to him. And uh, if you guys enjoyed his links, will be down in the description and in our show notes. Go check him out. Tell him where you found him. Let him know. Mashing joy sent him over. Send much love. Be nice. Don't clout chase. All of that good stuff. And um, yeah. I think that's uh that's going to be it for us on this day. So, thank you guys so much for sticking with us and hanging out for yet another episode. We are 8 episodes deep now and we're just keep pumping it out. So, if you guys are watching on YouTube and you enjoyed, please hit that subscribe button, hit the like button and mash that motherfucking bell to get notified when our new episodes go live. If you are listening on any of the podcast services we are on, thank you so much for listening to the lovely voices of myself, uh, Jason and Mr. Wink. And uh, feel free to hit that subscribe button as well. Leave us a rating and uh, be notified whenever we go live with new content there as well. Uh, If you are looking for us on the social medias, you can find us on Facebook. Mashing Joys is the page. And if you're looking for us on Instagram and Twitter, at Mashing Joys as well, uh, you can find Jason on Twitter, at Case in Point Show. You can find me at Panda 5 You can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash MediocrePanda. I'm starting to stream again. Uh, Hopefully a bit more consistently. We had a really good stream the other night. Went for about uh, five hours, actually. Went for a while between Call of Duty and Rocket League. So hoping to get back into the swing of things. So if you guys want to see uh, myself play some games, as well as some familiar faces, most likely Jason, um, that's where you'll find me. and You can find out the notifications and all the stuff for when I go live there on my Twitter. But that being said, enough shameless plugging there. Uh, That is going to wrap things up, folks. Thank you once again for being here with us. Uh, We are looking forward to our next episode when we have exhibit on. And we're going to have plenty of things to talk about there. So make sure you tune in for that one. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. Once again, as always, I have been Cody. I'm still Jason. And this has been episode eight of the and Joys podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But please remember to be safe out there. Wear your fucking masks. Eat your vegetables. Most importantly, though, have a great day, you guys. See ya!